What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here. Thanks to Fantasy Alarm and the Sawdust Podcast Network. Week 16 in the NFL. It's in the books. That's it. It's over. It's done with. The fantasy season has come to an end, Adam. It has come to an end, and you're either a champion tonight or you're not a champion. How you feel? I'm miserable, man. This has probably been one of the worst weeks that I've had in a while, and I'm still not over it, and it's been four days of torture. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just been – it was a brutal week. Uh, no doubt about it, but congrats to you on winning your GST championship. Thank you. Thank you very much. I uh, I couldn't have done it without the loving support of uh, Giovanni Bernard and Curtis Samuel and David Johnson and all sorts of yummy delicious there. Um did you were you up against Alvin Kamara in uh, in any of this cuz like that was like you know Friday hit and and that game finished up and six touchdowns later for Kamara I was going up against him in two leagues, and I mean, I just, I, I knew there was no hope, none. I didn't go up against Kamara. The one league I had him, I didn't make the playoffs, but uh, basically, I, I knew I was kind of doomed on Friday, and you'll probably be like, oh, how can you say that? Well, I had Dalvin Cook, and you could say, well, he had 16 and a half points, but if you watch that game, Mike Boone steals a touchdown. I don't know why he was in on that drive. Uh, he was in for like two plays and then scores a touchdown. Then Dalvin, I know Dalvin Cook got the touchdown early. And then first and goal from the one, Dalvin Cook is stopped. And the next play, play action to Irv Smith touchdown. Now, from a strategical standpoint, I've always said play action on second down near the goal line, especially to the tight end with a team that likes to run the football, it always works. And I don't understand why teams don't do it more because they're so committed to the run. When you got a Dalvin Cook, a Nick Chubb, a team like that, they're going to commit to the run. So it was a smart play, but definitely frustrating. Um, and then Cook just even playing from behind, two receptions. So 16 and a half points, it's not good enough this week. Then I had Will Lutz, 10, fine. Saturday is when I knew I was in deep shit. Detroit, Matthew Stafford gets hurt early. I have DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. So now I got 10 from Swift, 6.3 from Hawkinson. So I got 42 from four players. So I know I'm in trouble. Then Sunday comes. Allen Robinson drops a touchdown, and you're going to say, well, he had 20.3. That's great, but I could have used those six points. It's a touchdown that he had. He bobbled it and then was out of bounds. Then I had uh, Robert Woods do nothing against Seattle. Uh, Hollywood Brown got me a touchdown early. So, okay. Uh, Antonio Gibson I waited around for, and Dwayne Haskins just was so fucking bad that they had to go away from Gibson. Gibson came out early and was picking up huge yards. He had 10 carries for 61 yards. But then they fell behind, and he's phased out. So, okay, uh, my opponent had David Johnson, of course, against the Bengals with no Duke Johnson, has a big game. Travis Kelsey, Chiefs don't do anything. Kelsey still gets 22.8. So I had a shot going in Sunday night, but I knew I was done. Guy has Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I got Aaron Jones. So I need Aaron Jones to obviously have a big game and for Rodgers and Adams to be quiet. But we all know Rodgers is pushing for the fucking MVP and is going to keep throwing. That's exactly what he did. And Aaron Jones, I have to watch there as A.J. Dillon scores two touchdowns. I know Aaron Jones got banged up because Aaron Rodgers threw a pass, probably wanted him to get hurt, fall on his back so he can just keep throwing. So it's just, it's just brutal, man, because 
You know, I had the most points in this league. I was 31 points below my season average, and I just needed a little bit more. And I had three total touchdowns. Three. Justin Herbert, that's the other one. Mike Williams could have caught a pass in the end zone, didn't. So I get three total touchdowns, man. There's a league with an extra flex spot. Three. He got seven alone from Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So it was just like slow torture every day. And, you know, I'm still... I thought I was okay today, but now that I'm talking about it, I'm not. <laughs> Shh, it's okay. Nah, man, it's just no. Listen, dude, I I hear you. I I've listened. I, I there in the in the Sirius XM uh, post free agency draft that that we had. Act I points leader the entire time, number one seed, eleven and two record, um, and. You know, and and I go up against Jeff Ratcliffe, and it's Camara on on Friday. Uh, it's Brady and Gronk on Saturday. I was like, you got to be kidding me! Like, there's just, you know, I mean, there's nothing that I can do. Not to mention the fact that, you know, I mean, again, <laughs> in, in in leagues that I lost, so I, I three two and three in uh, in in championships for uh, for me this year. Um, you know five final games and uh and and two championships and i feel good about that especially considering what was going on but i mean talk about limping into the playoffs i mean in the gst league i didn't have a a backup tight end i lose hunter henry um then you know all of baker mayfield's wide receivers go on the covid list on saturday night that that was like the, the kick in the balls there for me um, celebrated my 50th birthday on Saturday. Right. And, uh, and, and I work all morning and I get everything done and I go in and I watch this beautiful video that my wife and, and the guys over at fantasy alarm put together, uh, that you even made an appearance. You were all dressed up looking so sharp in your suit. I said to my wife, I was like, he didn't get dressed up for it. He was going to a wedding that day. <laughs> I was like, but you know what? It still looks good. Um, and then there I am sitting there, like I'm watching this video. People are showering me with love. I'm feeling so good about the world. Uh, and then all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up all over again. And I was like, oh, look at that. I even said to my wife, I'm like, look at that. More birthday messages rolling in for me. Huh? Look at how popular I am. And it's like 10 messages saying that all the Browns receivers are out. <laughs> so I got to I got to leave what I'm doing and go back to the computer. I'm updating the website, I'm updating the playbook, I'm updating everything that needs to be updated. People are asking me a million questions on social media. Um and I I totally got bogged down with uh with all that again. So I lose James Robinson, Baker's got no wide receivers. I lose Hunter Henry. Um there are a couple of other situations that I can't even think of off the top of my head right now. But like all of that, and then going up against Kamara, uh, going up against Brady, going up against there was another one, the guy I was playing at Evans. Um, yeah, I mean, two leagues actually, two the Huddle Expert League and that Sirius XM League. Uh, I was the points leader for the league the entire time, and both my teams end up like crap in the bed uh, here in the finals. Uh, so it's 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 upsetting. It's definitely upsetting. It, am I? Do I feel better that I I won in the in the GST and I get paid? Yeah, that makes me feel a little bit better. But still, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's it's been an up and down last couple of days to say the least. Yeah, it's 
been down for me. Uh, I, you know, I still made money in both leagues, but it could have been more. I mean, I scored 184.8 in the semifinals and 135.5 in the finals, man. Like, what the hell, man? So you should talk to the commissioner <sighs> and have, like change the rules around. For what? Lowest score wins the championship? <laughs> Biggest drop off from semifinals to finals. Oh, man. <laughs> How many points below your average do you get? If that, if if that, if the answer is twenty or more, uh, then then you win the prize. Yeah. Oh man. And then you know the stupid projections. Actually, the original projections had me winning by point nine. I wish that was true. Oh man. Well, uh, I I don't know. It takes a while to get over this for me. I hear you, man. I hear you. So I mean, listen. That's. Uh, I, I wish I had some words of encouragement for you, but I really don't. Uh, you could laugh at the back of the fact that Corey Parson beat me in the uh, in the Kings Classic. Nah, I'm not gonna laugh at that. No, no. no. I'm just sad at him right now, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I I hate to lose, and I know most people like they don't. Laugh. It really is a sickness with me. Like it just, I just don't know how to deal with it. It pains me. Uh, so. Yeah, I just are you are you fighting distraught. back tears right now? Adam? No, I, I'm not fighting back tears, but I'm just distraught, man. It's just you know you have this great team all season long, and then in the most important week, it just doesn't come through. It's just kind of frustrating. It's like no, there's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like I left tons of points on the bench. Um, I knew I knew I was up against it because you know I knew Dalvin Cook had a tough matchup. I knew Swift had a tough matchup. Uh, you know, the Rams against Seattle was questionable. Um, obviously got screwed with the Stafford injury. I mean, Aaron Jones, I mean, the Green Bay puts up 40. He gets 12.8 and probably should have had less. He was out of bounds on that long run and they rushed and, you know, it's just, uh, it, it was just, you know, frustrating. And then, you know, of course, when you're going against Rodgers and Devontae Adams, you know, you're fucked. Like, you know, you have to have a big week. Like I knew it. I looked, I'm like, I'm like, he's got Rodgers, Adams, Kelsey, and David Johnson in, like, the best matchup. Like, it was easy to see David Johnson coming through. I mean, I had him ranked as, I don't know, 10th, 11th running back. I don't think I've ever had him high this year, but that high. But it was easy to see. We saw it the week before. There was no Duke Johnson. And against Indy, he only had eight carries, 27 yards, but he had 11 receptions. This week, you knew it. Dude, the guy had 12 carries, bro. 12 carries and at 128 yards. 10.7 yards a pop. He didn't even do anything in the past game, just three for 11. Of course, one of those catches is a touchdown. So he has two touchdowns. Guys really, you know, hasn't been great this year. You know, got hurt, missed time. You know, it was like 10, 11, 12 points, which is okay. Nothing great. So when I saw that, and then even, I mean, this guy didn't come through, but I, I was like, oh, great. And he's got Melvin Gordon against the bad Chargers defense, no Phillip Lindsay. And Gordon actually did nothing. Only had 79 yards rushing and no catches, so... But still, I mean, he basically he basically beat me with four players. Yeah. Um, I mean, would it make you feel better if we made fun of Jen's team? Nah. What happened to her? Nah. I wouldn't. I mean, because she swapped out last week. She started Carr, and uh, and he left early with the injury, and she managed to overcome that and and win that. But then she loses Stafford in the first quarter, and. 
Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, those both were in smash spots. Or, you know, I mean, yeah, Derrick Henry. Yeah, granted, there was snow on the ground, but, you know, Green Bay's run defense is terrible. Um, she started George Kittle, um, flexed Darren Waller, so she had two of the top tight ends there. Robert Woods, um, Juju Smith-Schuster actually, like, you know, posted almost 25 points for her there. Guess who got her the goose egg, Adam? Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Don't so he... reliable. Wait a Double second. digit points every week. You're, you're going to tell me he had a bad year? No, I'm saying he had a really bad week and he's okay. Unreliable. And there's plenty of receivers who had bad weeks. How about the fact that Jen also left 23 points on their bench for Jimmy Graham? Yeah, but come on, Jimmy Graham. Come on, man. Really? She had Kittle and Waller. You're really going to flex Jimmy Graham? Oh, uh, you know. I mean... No, that's that's looking at the results. He's he's Cole Komet's been playing more snaps. You couldn't play Jimmy Graham. And even the Derek Carr Stafford thing, I don't fault her for that. You no, didn't know how you don't know how Stafford would have played well if he stayed in there. And it wasn't the it's not like the injury he reaggravated. It was a new injury. I mean, Stafford, if that if Stafford played in that game, I obviously Detroit wasn't stopping Tampa no matter what. But Stafford would have came through like he did against Tennessee. You know, he would have at least maybe thrown two touchdowns. So I don't think that was a mistake. Plus, what if Carr, you know, what if something happened? I mean, we knew he was going to play and both games were no. uh, Yeah, both games were Saturday, but I can't fault her for that. I mean, obviously, if she made the decision to start Carr, she would have won. But I would have played. Stafford as well. Well, no, no, she wouldn't have won actually. Yeah, if she would have. Tw- oh yeah, yeah, she finished off with one one oh seven. That's right. Yeah, she would have. Yep, she would have. She could have also. She could have. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh well, could have, should have, would have. Listen, had I started Kirk Cousins instead of stupid Baker Mayfield, I I would never have even been concerned. But. I don't even. Did you even consider Cousins? Because you had Breeze in at first. Uh, Breeze was just in there from the the week before. Oh uh, yeah, I was going back and forth between these three guys, and I just I ended up settling on on the Jets, you know, with Baker, and I was like, yeah, I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, uh, you know how I was like watching Friday's game. I was just like, oh my god, you've got to be kidding me, watching Kirk Cousins. Throwing uh, multiple touchdowns, another thirty points from him. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't deserve. I, you know what? In all honesty, I mean, my team was crap. Uh, limping in, like we, we, I limped in 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 a number of situations here. And uh, what are you gonna do? You know? Yeah. You, look, you got you got there, and you came through. Like I was my friend. I was texting with a friend before because he won my home league, and like. He like he had all the breaks. Like he finished the two seed to get a bye. He was like sixth in the league in points or fifth. He didn't have the best team. And then he was fortunate that I got knocked off last week because last week I scored two twenty four, but my opponent put up two forty nine. And that guy that who beat me did not have a big week. He had like Kyla Murray, his receivers were weak, and he won the championship tonight with Josh Allen. And you know he's like talking about it. I'm like you know congrats, but you know. You got fortunate I got knocked out last week and he was trying to make excuses. I'm like, it's not a knock. It's the truth. Like, you got to admit it. Like, you just admitted, hey, 
I didn't deserve it. I limped in, but you got it. The bottom line is you put yourself there. You got a good draw, obviously. You had some things not go your way. You won. There's no, you're not going to give it back, but be realistic about stuff. It happens. Like, I've won championships before where I wasn't the best team and broke right. But just admit it, man. Like, this guy didn't have the best team. And right. he got the bye, so now you only need one win to get to the final. And he got a, a team in the final who underachieved. You know, I thought his team was probably a little bit better. I mean, the dude who won the championship, bro, he started Chad Hansen, Tyron Johnson. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> like, Drake and Zeke were his running backs? Like, he, Josh Allen, give him 40. And CeeDee Lamb. Like, who thought CeeDee Lamb was going to score two touchdowns this week? And, you know, his ID, it's IDP, so his linebackers were good. But, like, you know, if I would have made it, I would have smoked him. So it's not saying – I'm just saying facts. That's all it is. And, and what do you – and you shouldn't care what anyone else says. You won the money, right? So who cares? But that's how fantasy football is. It's frustrating. You know, we kind of got into a little Twitter thread yesterday um, – because I had posted something, Glenn Colton responded and like kind of tweeted it out, like playoff options. And look, I think we should have discussions. I don't think we need to sit here and play with the same format that's been done year after year. And I'm not saying the best team has to win every year, but I think we should have discussions on different playoff formats to see, all right, maybe there's something better out there, or maybe what we have is the best. But I think as people in the industry, we should have at least have discussions about different formats. And again, it's not sour grapes because I had the most points and didn't win. It's going to happen just like in real life. And I'm not saying we, we have to mimic real life and have it exactly the same. But, you know, there are potential alternatives that maybe are better. Maybe not, but at least have the discussion and be open to it. And some people are like, oh, no, I think it should be the way it is, you know. The best team shouldn't always win and this and that. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't understand what's not wrong with having a discussion. And maybe we say, you know what, the, the way we have it now is the best. But, you know, I was throwing it out there. What if you have four teams make the playoffs and then those four teams all battle it out versus each other over three weeks? And whoever has the most points wins. I know that kind of takes away the head-to-head -head aspect of it that we do for 13 weeks. Um you know, I think Mike Clay had brought up something where in his league they do so for the playoffs, the top two scores advance to the next round. I'm kind of cool with that in a way. Uh, but I think we should at least have these discussions. And people might say, no, I want the head to head. And I think this is something we can maybe go more in depth over the next few weeks. Uh, we don't have to do it today, but I do think that we should at least be having discussions to improve. Like, why are we just sitting here going oh yeah this is how it is we're just going to keep it that way uh, I, and maybe the discussions lead to nothing maybe they do but i think we should at least have them well i mean listen we in the industry can have them you and i can sit and have them uh the problem is joe everyman you know i mean let's face it you know i mean they, they like to keep their you know it's 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 that that continuous uh debate fantasy football versus fantasy baseball you know why fantasy football is so popular? Well, uh, yeah, football is 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 definitely popular. It's also you know an easier game to grasp. You're you know you're you're if if you only want to put in the minimum amount of time to work, it's once a week, right? You set your lineup once a week, 
and 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 you go and from do there. waivers. Yeah, and do waivers. Well, I mean, again, for you and me, yes, I get it. You know, to, for you and me, uh, I'm sorry, but the fantasy season is seven days a week yeah. until from beginning to end, and that's just yeah. it. That's just that's fact. That's why we're in this industry. But for like Bob in accounting, who you know looks at his team once a week, or maybe he does twice a week because he does waivers. Um, you know, the, the idea of changing things up like freaks people out. Like people hate change. It's it's unbelievable. You know, it's like so funny. We see in, in fantasy baseball the evolution of, you know, we've got the 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 roto leagues and the head-to-head leagues, then there are points leagues, and there's dies. Like there's always something being created. There's linear weights. Um, you know, there's, there's adding multiple categories. There's five by five, there's seven by seven, there's 10 by 10. You know, you can do so many different things with it. And, you know, it's funny because fantasy baseball people are, you know, they're kind of into that. They want to make it, you know, they want to make it challenging. They want to, you know, add certain, you know, different elements to it. Some people add too much, um, which, you know, again, to each his and her own, but, you know, overall that, that in football, People don't want to do that. People just want, nope, nope, nope. Computer picks my schedule. Uh, I play these teams, you know, total of 12 games, and I go to the playoffs or I don't go to the playoffs. Start talking about total points and, you know, like a, a roto football format or some sort of playoff uh, round-robin tournament or playoff best ball for a three-week Like, forget it. They, uh, they, they can't handle it. They can't handle that, Adam. That's that's the problem. No, I know. I mean, it's tough. I've been in leagues where I've had to push, fight, just to get rules changed. And it's worked. It took some time. You know, I was able to get this league to add an extra flex spot. So you just have to kind of pry. And you just need someone to suggest it and the commissioner to – acquiesce or at least say hey let's put it to a league vote but you're right in a lot of average leagues people just don't want change they want to keep it the same but you know i think you should always like anything always look to improve it and you don't know if you like something until you play it and that's why i just implement stuff you know i implemented the double headers years ago people love it like you know what this is cool i like this so all we can do is suggest things people will hear them and they go oh i might like that let me try that i mean the other thing i think we should do is add more spots to the starting lineup. You know, in the GST, we added extra flex spot this year. Hell, I wouldn't even be averse to adding another flex spot. I think the more spots you have in the starting lineup, the less variance. And it also rewards you, too, if you have a really good draft. I mean, how many times this year are you making tough decisions because you got a lot of good players, but you don't have enough spots in the starting lineup? Yeah, Yeah, that happened to me a couple of times. Yeah, and it's it's frustrating because you know – you're never going to get it 100% right. I don't care how good you are. You're going to get stuff wrong. Or you're going to have a guy go off on your bench, and you're going to be frustrated. You have an extra spot or two in the starting lineup. You don't have to worry about that. You get those points, and it rewards the smarter players. Now, in the casual leagues, they're not going to do it because it's going to be more challenging. I understand that. But for those that are in real sophisticated leagues with real good players, I think it's something that you should do. I think it's something that you should do also. I listen, I love I love the idea of exploring, you know, alternative uh ways to do it, ways to do the playoffs. I, you know, it was funny, you know, people thought I was insane, you know, 15, 20 years ago saying that somebody with, you know, total points should get a playoff spot. 
People are like, oh, what are you talking about? You shouldn't get you, you, you don't you don't go in by record. That's it. We're not gonna have some some six and seven team in the playoffs because of total points. I'm like, ah, you guys are nuts. You guys are absolutely nuts. So Oh man. All right. Before we continue here, I want to just kind of give a quick shout out to uh Monkey Knife Fight, the uh our sponsors here on the uh, on the Annie Up podcast. Um great stuff always over at Monkey Knife Fight, the prop picks. Oh, I was dead on with a bunch of props tonight. Felt really good about that too. Um it's the DFS site you need to be playing on, and here's why. <laughs> Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. Well, all right, Adam. I mean, now the question, I guess, is that, you know, we, we head to week 17. Um, teams are resting their starters. Teams are going to be resting a ton of players. DFS is going to be like like playing preseason DFS. What the hell's in store for us uh, moving forward? Do I have to start talking basketball? Probably. Uh, but I will say this. I don't think this week 17 is going to be that bad. Uh, I think the Chiefs obviously will rest some players, but I don't see anyone else resting. I think everyone has something to play for. So I don't think it's going to be that bad. Now, is it possible that maybe late in the game they look up at the scoreboard and see they can't move up and pull guys? Sure, that's certainly possible. But, you know, I believe the Steelers and Bills still have something to play for, and they both play at 1 o'clock. Didn't the, uh, didn't the Bills lock up the number two seed with the win? Uh No. It if they lose it. and the Steelers win, the Steelers get it. They're both 12 and 3. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, oh. I, and then in the NFC, you know, Packers need a win to lock up the one seed. Packers need a win to walk, lock up the one seed. Huh, interesting. I'm pretty sure, interesting. yeah. I mean, who has the tiebreaker there? Because the Packers have a one-game lead. But I believe they do need a win. To lock it up. Let me see. I don't think Packers and Saints played this year. Conference record, they're both nine and two. So yeah, if the Packers lost, they'd be nine and three in the conference. And if the Saints win, uh, who did the Saints play? Uh who did the Saints play this week? They play uh, the Panthers. Carolina. So yeah. So then if they win that, they'd have a better conference record. So I'm pretty sure Saints and Packers didn't play each other this year. So yeah. I guess the Saints can still 
potentially get that one seed. So the Packers do need a win. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, no. Packers beat the Saints this year. 37 to 30. I don't know, though. Did they lock up the one seed, though? I guess um, they I don't know. It just says they clinched the division. I don't see uh, anything about locking up the uh, the one seed. Yeah, how was that? Ball? I should have I, I assumed this one. I should have looked it up. But either way, I think the Packers are going to play this week. All right. Listen, that's that's good, man. Because I mean, it's it's brutal. It's brutal looking at you know when when teams are sitting players. It's always a, a nightmare, and you always do kind of worry about that. That's why you know. I mean, it's like you know. I just I I, I play light DFS in Week Seventeen. I'll save it all for the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's what you got to do. Is you got to figure out what works best for you. Some people might like this and be like, "Hey, I I like this and uh and want to do it." Yeah. So they need they clinch a first round by with a win or a Seattle loss. So the Saints. Oh, that's why there could be a three way tie. So if the Saints win, Packers lose, Seattle wins, then the Saints get the bye. Okay, I was wondering because I'm like, yeah, if it's just head to head to head, Packers have to get it. But there's a potential scenario where uh, all three are 12 and four, and that's where Packers could lose it. All right, so yeah, pretty much everyone has to play, and then obviously Rams fighting for a playoff spot. Although they might not have Goff, Henderson's going to be out, so they're shorthanded. Sounds like Kyler Murray's good to go, so that's a big game. Obviously, the NFC East is up for grabs. I cannot believe that the Cowboys actually have a shot to get in. <laughs> now, uh, what happens? They have to if they the, have if to, Washington loses and Dallas wins. Dallas is division winner. Dude, that's so that's they, that's they, disgusting. They, that's... Play, <laughs> they play the Giants at one o'clock. So they'll if if they win that, then they have to wait and watch Washington Philly Sunday night to see what happens. And the Giants, if they win and Washington loses, the Giants win the division. That's insane. Yeah, That's so insane. you basically have Dallas with a minus 74 differential. The Giants at minus 81. Uh, Washington is even. So, yeah, it's crazy. So one of those teams will host a playoff game, most likely against Tampa Bay. Although that's what's crazy. This playoff picture, man. Wow. I mean, Indianapolis, man. Boy, did they screw themselves, man. They're on the outside looking in now. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, I mean, Chicago, Arizona are battling. Yeah. Indy screwed themselves. Um, yeah, there's a, it's, it's funny. There's a lot of shit going on. It's, I mean, Miami went from like the seventh seed to the fifth, five with that win. So right now they're five. So it's just wild. And if I'm an AFC, I didn't want to see the Ravens get in. And now they're probably getting in because all they have to do is beat Cincinnati. Although Cincinnati has played well the last two weeks, but I just cannot see the Ravens losing to the Bengals. I cannot. As crazy stuff has happened in the NFL over the last couple of weeks with these bad teams really coming to play and screwing things up. I just, the Ravens are just playing too well now. It's taken some time, but they, they put it together. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. The Ravens are definitely, I mean, you know, you saw their schedule man. their schedule at the tail end of the season this year um, has been a little bit of a cakewalk. So um, it's, it's good that they're, they're doing that right now. Tampa Bay is another team that's kind of, you know, just hit their stride again. 
Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of more schedule related for though for them. I mean, I saw once so they, I saw the Ravens. Bubble. I mean, look at who the Ravens are playing. Yeah, but at least the Ravens. Ooh, the Giants, the Jaguars, the Browns, the Cowboys, uh, the Steelers. Steelers. That's that's their last five games. But they also had a good year last year. Yeah, I they mean, did have a good year last year. How the hell did they get such a such a, such a puss schedule here at the tail end of the season? If they had such a you know they were such a had such a great team last year. Uh, they because they got the NFC East a couple times in there, the Cowboys and Giants, and then obviously the Bengals are in the division. So they just got their portion of the schedule. I mean, it, the Bucks have not beaten a, a good team this year. When you look at their oh, they beat the Packers. That was the I, what the hell happened to the Packers in that game? Remember Aaron Rodgers, good first quarter, and then he just absolutely collapsed. Yeah, he like did it looked that. like he did not want to be out there. He did that like pelvic thrust. Uh, yeah, uh, that was the key, game. Yeah, key and peel uh, sketch thing. <laughs> I mean, but look, look, the Bucks have lo- they lost to the Saints twice. They lost to the Bears. They lost to the Rams when the Rams were decent. They lost to the Chiefs. I mean, it was only by three, but they just they just have not had a, an impressive win. Like really putting up forty seven on the Lions. Like we're supposed to be like, oh yeah, this team's great. Mm, I don't know. Now, with that said. They'll probably beat that NFC East team if they get them in the first round. But I'm still not sure we really know about Tampa. It's easy to be a bully and beat up on these bad teams. I just don't know how good they are. Um, I mean... Well, we could say that about pretty much every team in the NFL. I'll tell you this, though, and it's not because of tonight. I've kind of said this for weeks. The Bills are scary in the playoffs, man. This team is for real. I love the play calling on this team. Josh Allen's playing great. I think they're a dangerous team, man. I think they're a very dangerous team. They've been a dangerous team. You know, it's it's weird. You look at some of the bad games that they played uh, during the course of the season, and they you know, and, and they've had a, a couple of uh, slip ups here and there. A couple Titans of Chiefs, lapses. man. I mean, the Titans game was that game where. It was the COVID stuff where it got, wasn't that a Tuesday game? Titans Bills, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So they lost that bad. They lost to the Chiefs. Not wrong with that, 26 17. And they lost to the Cardinals by two on the Hail Mary to Hopkins. Damn. I didn't, man, when you put that into perspective, man, I mean, they did win some close games. The Dolphins game was close in week two. The Rams game, they had a big lead. Rams came back, then they won late. Um, they've had close games. They were a fumble, a a Cam Newton fumble away from losing to the Patriots in week eight. Yeah, they, yeah, 24 21. They beat Seattle by 10, Chargers by 10, Niners by 10, Steelers by 11. So they've had, but you know what? They're winning these games. You know, I don't know. They're, they're a team, man, that, uh, when the Super Bowl has come out, I think they're one of the teams that I would put some money on. It's probably going to be high odds, unfortunately, because you're going to have Kansas City up there, Packers, Saints, and I think they'll be right there. But I think they can beat anyone right now. I really do. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm going to watch the Steelers end up uh, – well, they came back and they beat the uh, the Colts, but I'll watch the Steelers finish up at, like, what are they going to be, 12-4 and four at the end of the year? Well – Depends what no you you think they'll lose this week. Who are they playing this week? Browns at Cleveland. Oh, that's a big game for Cleveland. That's a, that's a huge game. Yeah, because if Cleveland loses, 
and then all the other teams win at 10 and 5. They're out. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have some huge games this week, man. Wow, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Colts, Titans, all 10 and 5 right now. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's one of those teams is going home. To be honest, uh, the team that I do not want to see in there is Miami. They're just not fun to watch. They're not fun unless, to watch. Unless Ryan Fitzpatrick's the quarterback. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I just don't think two is that good. I really don't. I mean, he just, you know, maybe, you know, with a little bit of seasoning, sure. But yeah, I'm with you. I think that as far as teams go, I mean, their defense is exciting to watch. It's definitely, it's, it's fun to watch them, but um, I'm not going to sit there and, and want to see Tua. Uh, with like you know these like ground balls that he's rolling to uh, Devonte Parker, it's just not going to work for me. Yeah, I want to. I'd rather see the Browns and you know can Baker Mayfield get it done the run game. You know, at least with the Colts, you got Jonathan Taylor and Philip Rivers punting with his throws. You know, Titans are obviously fun. Ravens are fun with Lamar Jackson. So you know, I just want to see some fun teams in there with good matchups. So, um, do the Bills currently have the two seed? Yeah, right? Yeah, they beat Pittsburgh. So, man, so the Bills got to face the seven seed, which could be, man, I, it would be such the Bills' luck to get the Ravens in the first round. <laughs> that would really suck for them. That's like, a, that's a really tough draw in the first round. What? And that's what it is right now, I think, isn't it? Right? Are the Ravens? Let me see. Uh, right now, Oh, no, it would be Browns-Bills in the first round. Browns-Bills first, yeah. Ravens-Steelers, oh, my <laughs> God. Ravens-Steelers, that rivalry, wow. That would be phenomenal. That would be yeah, a Yeah, I got to tell game. you, man, the, uh, the, the AFC looks, with the exception of Miami, the AFC looks really good. I'd love to see Miami lose. I'd like to see the Colts just jump in there because I love the Colts' defense. I mean, at times. Um yeah, that is uh that's crazy how tight that is. And then you've got, you know, in the NFC, give me Green Bay, give me New Orleans, um throw a, a dark horse on uh not really that much of a dark horse, but throw that on uh, on Tampa Bay. I think it's much more wide open in the AFC. More wide open in the AFC? Yeah. Uh probably because it feels like you can make a case for KC, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Baltimore. Yep. And the NFC, I think it's Packers, Saints. Bucks. And I, I guess. I mean, because they, they should win the first round against the NFC East. And then that would put them at potentially Green Bay. And they already beat Green Bay once. But on the road in Green Bay, it's probably tough. But I guess they could. Seattle, I don't know, man. They just played terrible, but they do have Russell Wilson, but they just have not looked good. Even the game against the Rams, they just were not impressive. And then these bottom teams in the NFC, like, I mean, you don't even know if Jared Goff's going to be back. And even if he is, how like, did, I, he can't, he had surgery he today. He sucks anyway. Dude, you could, McVay has no confidence in him. The problem with them, they don't challenge down the field at all. Everything is short, it, they're easy to defend. Ben, and teams know it. McVeigh, he's got no confidence in golf. It's clear. And then the Bears, I mean, okay, great. They've beaten some bad teams. Like, are they, can you bear it? 
I mean, I know the Saints have lost in the first round a couple times, losing to Minnesota last year. I can't see the Bears going into New Orleans and beating them. No. I just can't. <laughs> then again, it's 2020, man. Anything could happen, right? It is 2020. And I mean, and Arizona might get in now, man, because they play the Rams. And, you know, if they have uh, no Goff and no Henderson, you know, they could lose that game. And then that would put Arizona in. Chicago still got to beat Green Bay, too. And Green Bay, obviously, still needs to win. So, still, we still still cloudy there with which two teams will get in. Very cloudy there. Very, very cloudy. And uh, again, but see, I think I, I just, I, I look at the NFC and I'm like, uh, if, if it's not the Packers or the Saints going in, then, then I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Then it's, then it's a fluke Then it's, then it's luck. I get it. It's Russell Wilson and he's always a, a threat, but you know, that, that secondary is just absolute shit. Um, you know, I can't trust them. I won't trust Washington. Uh, the Rams, no Rams, please. I thought hitting rock bottom was, was losing to the jets, but obviously the Rams had like a whole other level of shit to go into, um, for that. The bears just don't have the, the firepower to, to stay with some of these offenses. And, uh, and, and I think Arizona misses out because of coaching. I think Kingsbury Dude, he is so bad, bro. It's really bad, right? Oh, I cannot stand watching this team, man. It's just brutal. Brutal, man. Every week is the same stuff. Yeah, I'm I mean, I don't know what to say about it. I really don't know what to say about it. like it's just it's crazy. It's crazy how, you know, it's funny. You take the Chargers and you take the Cardinals. You put a decent coach and that's those are your two Super Bowl teams. Oh, the Chargers, no doubt about it. There's too much talent on that team. Yeah, way too much talent on that team. Um, I mean the the, the coaching is a is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I can't wait for like lines to come out so we can just start putting some money on some of the odds here. Um, do you um? Do you do fantasy playoff game contests? Do you do like the FFPC playoff challenge? Anything like that? I've done stuff in the past, and actually one of my friends was asking me, because I, I used to run one where the one and done thing, and I would just have, just say, hey, who wants to join, you know, $10, $20 entry. And I think one year we had like 100 people. So I don't know, man. It's just, I don't mind doing it, but it's just a pain, like, having that many people it takes time and then you got to get payment then send them an invite so i don't know i'm debating whether i should do it or not because i got so much going on with nba right now but once in a while i do um it depends too i was just suggesting you join one not run one no i mean i kind of i don't know if i'm going to join one to be honest i'm not sure okay because it's kind of it's just you're talking about like a draft where you have to draft a team um, no, like the FFPC playoff challenge is basically, um, you have to fill out a, a roster, um, you know, quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers. They're adding two flexes because of the increase in the number of playoff teams. So it's like it's three flexes, a kicker and a defense. So basically you're not allowed to take more than one player off of a team. Right. And that's your whole team for the playoffs. And that's your team for the playoffs. Yeah. 
So, you know, you have to sit there. And I was, I, you know, Eric Balkman, you know, runs the, uh, the FFPC. So I was talking to him about it. And I'm like, you know, think about it. Look at the teams that are, you know, in contention for the, for the you know, for the playoffs that we're looking at. Is there enough juice at the running back position to fade Derrick Henry or Aaron Jones or uh, trying to remember who the other who the other running back was that was taught? Aaron oh and Alvin Kamara. I'm like, is there enough juice on these uh, you know at the running back position to even think about fading these guys? Because I mean, it's just crazy, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, but it's also like a GPP. You kind of need to be different from the pack. Right. Yes, you definitely do need to be different from the pack. But is you know is being different from the pack going to uh, to win it for you? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you so much. I mean, and plus, you know how like the variance is like. All right, yeah, Derrick Henry seems like a good one, but what if AJ Brown goes off in the playoffs and he's the guy to own? Yeah, well, there's there's always that risk. Well, here, if you, do you take Aaron Jones or do you take Aaron Rodgers? Do you take Devontae Adams? How, yeah. do, you, how do you avoid that? I think it's I think it's Adams. They it's gotta be Adams. I mean, right. if you think about it, you take the best player off each team, but then you Rod, know I don't like, know. Rodgers and Adams is close. Rodgers and Evans? Adams. Rodgers Adams. Rodgers and Adams. Yeah, it's definitely. Who do you close. take from Tampa Bay, bro? They spread it out so much. They do. They do spread it out a lot. Um that's what I makes would it interesting. Probably, I, I'd probably grab uh, like Evans would Evans. probably be my call for for Tampa. You know, what do you take on Miami? I guess Gaskin. Gaskin. Yeah. Up a run. Oh wait, it's three flex. You, you said. Yeah. Well, you fade two teams. There basically there are two teams oh, that because, you're going to fade. Yeah, the two two extra playoff teams now. Right. So one is going to be your NFC East team. People are going to fade that team. Well, that might be contrarian. Maybe that NFC East teams wins a game or two. <laughs> it's, look, you do it's have so, to have. You it's can't, so cute when you said that, man. It was like, and I'm not saying that because like, the Cowboys. Like voice. No, there's, there's not. I mean, I'm, a, I'm not gonna be. I'll be honest. I actually am a little excited. I haven't been excited since like week three. So <laughs> I actually am a little. And my, my friend got me a CD Lamb jersey for Christmas. So <laughs> I read that number eighty-eight. That's my you number. Are such so. a homer. How am I a home? Dude, what are you talking about? All year I've been saying I want the Cowboys to lose, get the better draft pick. But forget that now. There's no draft pick to be at. Just win. Might as well get in. Right. Might as well go to the playoffs. Right as well. I mean, at this point, right, it's all house money. I mean, if they win and lose in the first round, oh, well. You just hope Dak comes back next year. I mean, look, they were screwed once Dak went down and all the offensive line injuries. And they obviously haven't done anything. They're fortunate that the division is so bad. I mean, Dwayne Haskins was so brutal this week, bro. Oh, he was horrible. He was horrible. It's so funny that they released him. Just, you know, it's like they could have released him last week, right? But no, they had to like last week, they had to like ceremoniously like tear the captain's C off of his jersey and, you know, scold him publicly, shame him a little bit. And then. This week, they're like, you know they what? Sh- you're right. Buggy. They should have just cut him last week yeah, and just not let him play. Like, what's the point? I mean, I'm glad they did it because it cost them a game. But, I mean, who knows? We'll find out some. Clearly, Rivera did not like him. 
But I, I see where I'm not Rivera should be upset. I mean, Rivera's gone through cancer treatments and this dude's out doing that stuff. Yeah. Oh, dude, listen, I I have no problem with them punishing him or anything like that. I mean, that was just it's crazy. I mean, clearly, he clearly doesn't realize what being a professional football player is. No, he's 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 Johnny Manziel 2.0. Yeah, might be, and he might be worse, which is saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, unbelievable! All right, well, listen, we've got a lot to deal with throughout the week here. Um, we'll obviously be tilting off of our regular. Uh, NFL program. We'll be talking NFL like once you know we start looking into uh, certain things for this week. But you know we're gonna start drifting into some basketball talk. The NFL draft, the MLB draft guide uh, over at Fantasy Alarm that just had its initial launch today. A um, lot of crazy shit going on here. How about the Padres? Uh, Blake Snell and Hugh Darvish now on the team. And oh yeah, yeah. Uh, while these guys are also, uh, you know, getting their groove in San Diego, uh, next year we've got Mike Clevenger coming back from Tommy John. Yeah, that's just insane. Uh, they're being aggressive. I mean, I love it. I saw, I guess some people will say, well, this is the offseason the Mets should have had. And I saw Steve Cohen comment on Twitter basically saying, look, good for the Padres. They got a great farm system. The Mets clearly need to replenish theirs. So that's why they can't make these trades. They don't have the yeah. prospects to give up. Yeah. No, no. Listen, I got confidence that your your team will be relevant at some point or another. Oh, stop. Relevant at some point or another. They're the last New York team to go to the World Series. Who's the last New York team to win the World Series? All right, show's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, well, you know what? Hey, listen. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I'll find other ways to uh, to make fun of Adam and hurt his oh. feelings. We'll talk about more losses in the uh, in the championships for NFL and see how long it takes for Adam to cry. Um, fun stuff, good stuff all around. But that is going to do it for us here tonight. So thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, for Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Anthony Up, and we will catch you next time.